When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We have uh, given away now on this show. Key, it's day 17. We have now given away $167,500, $2,500 at a time during the KJM 10K a day giveaway. We're giving away $10,000 a day. This is the way you win. At 10 past each hour, you listen for the winning word. We'll give you the winning word. You text it to 777000. Just hear the winning word. Text it to 777000. You might win 2500 bucks. Okay, so what is it? Uh, it was 60. It's now we're up to 67 different people have won $2,500, and you might be 68. 10 past the hour, another eight minutes, seven, uh, eight and a half minutes, we're going to give you the winning word. Good morning, Key. Morning to you, too, there, uh, Maxer. So, uh, Maxer. By the way, the winning word of the last hour was franchise. Someone texted franchise, F-R-A-N-C-H-I-S-E, to triple seven triple zero. Someone's going to win 2500 Um. So, the Prime Video broadcast last night, Key, yes. showed Max, <laughs> Max, Mac Jones at one point. Uh, saying, among other things, what appeared to be throw the blanking ball. The quick game sucks. So he was asked about it at the postgame presser. Obviously, just kind of let my emotions get to me, but, you know, we're kind of playing from behind, and what I said was about throwing it deeper in the short game. You know, I got to execute that part better, but it's the short game that we kept going to, which was working, but I felt like we needed chunk plays and, you know, I shouted that out to kind of get everyone going, and that's emotional. That's football. I'm passionate about this game, and obviously, you don't want to get your emotions let you know get the best of you. But yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Like, it wasn't directed at anybody; just emotion coming out, and we kind of needed a spark. Key, I'm willing to believe Mac Jones, a very smart quarterback, to be able to just, as you say, drive the bus as well as he did as a rookie with a different offensive system, the whole thing. But what he just said there about throw the ball, the quick games, his, his stated reason afterwards, he's trying to get everyone going, that's not, that sound to me, as you would say, like he's patching it, packaging it up after the fact, right? Trying yeah. to make it like he's trying to lead. To me, it looked like he was frustrated that he personally wasn't able to kind of do his thing. That's true. He, wa- he wasn't able to do his thing. And, and part of the reason he's not able to do his thing is because certain plays aren't called for a number of different reasons. You don't have the personnel to protect you. I can't put you in – I can't time things up uh, on, on deeper vertical routes because we can't protect you to take your necessary drops to time it up. You can't expect a guy to run, you know, uh, uh, deeper routes on three-step drops. That doesn't, that doesn't time up right. You're ready to throw. The receivers are still running. And then when we decide that we're going to take a seven-step drop or five and two quick hitches or whatever they decide to do with you, it, to go down the field, you're getting hit and hit harassed. So what happens is the coordinators in this 
particular instance, I would think it would be Matt Patricia along with Joe Judge and in talking to the offensive line coach and Bill Belichick, and they're saying, we can't protect him. We can't protect him. And they're saying to themselves, okay, we can't run the ball either, so let's just do this because this is getting us, you know, five, four yards, whatever it is. Let's let's just do this until something opens up. And that's the communication that goes on. He's frustrated because he thinks he's better than what he is, and they're already looking at him and saying, well, no, you're not. You're not that, and we can't protect you. So, so basically you're saying in the absence of a run game because the offensive line can't block – and so now the pass rush is coming, which gives you even less time to get rid of the ball. You can't get down the field anyway, but you want to simulate the run game somehow so you can approximate a run game with quick little short passes. The quick game, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I was looking at the left tackle last night in, in Trent Brown. Uh, I mean, he looked like a shell of himself at times. I was like, I, when they go back to watch that film, I know they're going to be like, man, what is this that you're putting on film? So when you start to look at that sort of stuff, you you say to yourself from the sideline, we can't protect this dude. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him killed. K I L T. Now, key. You, we and you and I have been going round and round and back and forth about the whole Belichick thing. I keep bringing up that he only has one playoff win in his career without Brady in now his nine seasons without Brady as when he's been the head coach. But the fact is, you brought something up interesting the other day, is it, and I think it re, it's related to this. We were talking about how there's no more statues left in the NFL. Tom Brady, Matt Ryan are ancient, yeah. right? But the young guys, even the young guys who aren't like legit fast or real running threats, they're fluid. They can move around at least in the pocket. They have yeah, some get mobility. Out of, get out of harm's way. And then we were thinking, we were racking our brains, is there any dinosaur, any Frankenstein left in the NFL who really can't move? And you said, Mac Jones with the Patriots. Yeah, Herman Munster. <laughs> Servant monster all day. But, Key, isn't this when, – when I point to Belichick, I'm not pointing just to the coach. It's impossible to separate the coach from the GM. He buys the groceries. He makes the groceries, the whole thing. He was the dude, and I know Mac Jones kind of fell into his lap, Alabama, Nick Saban, the whole thing, but he took Mac Jones. He's the team responsible, like the only team that really has a guy like that, and now we see them struggling. How much of that is – man, this is not for this new NFL. How much of it is Josh McDaniels just isn't there anymore and it's, you know, Patricia calling plays? I think it's a combination of both. I think Matt Patricia and and I'm assuming Joe Judge is there and Belichick has some input in what they want to do from an offensive standpoint. They're not quarterback coaches. They're not X and O experts on the offensive side of the ball. But does not mean that they can't be efficient calling plays? You, you lose Josh McDaniel, and now you got to regroup. He's got to relearn things all over again in his headset. The guys that hadn't been there before, this is, different than, this is different than Brian Dable leaving and Ken Dorsey being there. So it's not a big change, so to speak, for a guy like Josh Allen, like I thought early on in the season. It would be a big change for him because Brian Dable left. Clearly, it hasn't been the case. And then athletically, Mac Jones is not athletic. People tried to bamboozle you by saying he's athletic in the pocket. Remember that Yates last year? Somebody came on our show and was like, oh, you know, he's really athletic in the Real pocket. Real athlete like, in the pocket, cuz. What are you talking about? I think about? of him more as a family man than an athlete, you know, and but, so, you know, that's just me. With, with that plus his athletic ability to not get himself out of harm's way at times, this, the NFL hasn't passed them by. They just don't have good players, okay, and, and – he could potentially still be a good quarterback. There's a philosophy that Bill Belichick, I'm sure, has, which is I want to build my roster and my team this way because I think eventually 
they're going to catch fire and we're going to win a lot of games and we're going to get back to Super Bowls because that's our goal. He has a certain philosophy. He doesn't want to do what Philadelphia is doing. And he doesn't want to do what Dallas is doing. And you say, well, why not? It's working for them. Well, certain people got different philosophies and styles and, of the way they want to build teams. And by the way, Phil Jackson had a certain way of doing things, and the league passed him by eventually, right? Like it's too much change. Well, the league, didn't pass, so the league, didn't, the league didn't pass him by because he won championships. The well, league passed his league passed his system by because he was the one that taught the triangle system and got it done. And everybody else that tried after him all failed. Think about Jackson it. Everybody yeah. all but, failed. But, but he, and even and by the way, you're right. Like even when he was when Kobe and Power when they were they were running a lot of pick and roll, right? Like they were yeah. doing a lot. They were integrating a lot of stuff. But eventually, the out like you, Phil Jackson was going to like all kinds of symposiums and stuff, talking about hey, you know, uh, you take too many threes, it leads to runouts and blah. And people are like, dude, the league has changed more than he realizes. The point is, maybe some similar thing has happened with Belichick now. Where it's like I don't, he's used I don't think to doing. That, I don't it. think that's the case, man. They, 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 Belichick is the type of coach, and I'm not, and I'm not an apologist uh, for Belichick at all. He's the type of coach that his game plan is going to change week to week depending on the opponent. Always thought it, so. No, it does week to week. It changes depending on the opponent. Still to this day, it changes. It changed with Doctor Z at the quarterback spot. I would have never went back to Mac Jones if it was me. I'd have kept going with Zap because it yeah. felt right. It just felt right. Looked better. And it looked better. It looked. It didn't look like last night. It just didn't look. I've like never seen me. two players on the same team look more alike than those two. I know Mac Jones is taller, but key. If you put them both in a lineup, just the oh, faces, you the mug shots. Face. You gave yeah. me. You give me mug shots of those two guys. I don't know which one. It looks like a video game where they barely back in the day they would barely change the face on the yeah. kid coming out from college one to the other. You're like ah, like a man. They look the same. But it looked better on the field when Zappy was running it to me, to my eye. It did. I mean, it just it looked it looked better. Whatever it was, it just looked better. So, Key, it is ten past the hour. And give you some more money away. Ten, let's give some money away. KJ and Max, 10K giveaway. All right, the winning word of the hour is pocket. <laughs> Wait, who came up with this one? Pocket, as in pocket passer key. Pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T, as in we're trying to put $2,500 in your pocket. We're giving away $10,000 a day. Four different people will win $2,500 today. Three have already done it. You might be the fourth. Text pocket to 777 No purchase necessary. Ends December 7, 2022. See complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com slash contest. Bowl season is looming. Tune in tonight. Key's going to be there for the Pac-12 championship game. Where's the fight song, y'all? Come on. Present. There it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it is a Music fresh song. Ears. I'm not going to lie. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And we are Touchdown, Caleb Williams. Hey, Key, we're joined now. By Mike Williams, former NFL and USC wide receiver. What's going on, Mike? Hey, good morning, Max. Good morning, Key. How y'all doing? Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey fight on, Key. Mike, yes, sir. Fight on. Key is Key is geeked for this for 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 SC and Utah tonight. How are you feeling? Oh man, this time last year, wasn't even looking at the TV. So it's a great time to be a Trojan. 
No, it certainly it certainly is a, a great time to be a, a Trojan. How surprised are you, though, Mike, that things have happened so fast in the turnaround for USC? You mentioned last year, you know, Clay Helton gone after the second game of the year, and Dante Williams comes in, can't quite get things turned around. We go out and make a huge splash in bringing in Lincoln Riley and figure – Okay, well, we'll 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 you know win some games, get the team back on track. But now we're right there, and if we win this game, we go to the Final Four. How, how big of a turnaround and surprise is this for you? Not really much surprise. I mean, you know, we played a lot of football, and number one thing we can talk about is it's always about the people. And I think Coach Riley did a good job of gathering the right the right staff, the right kind of people that motivate, keeping the right people with Coach Williams and. And, uh, and some guys, and I think uh, starting with the quarterback, he got it right with bringing, making sure he got Caleb and adding those pieces around that. And um, I was fortunate enough to meet him in a different capacity because I have a few high school kids that are being recruited by SC. And um, just listen to his message and listen to what he wanted to bring to Heritage Hall and the accountability and the, the discipline. Um, it's just good to see all that turn out for him, and uh, it's only going to get better. As you look at the first matchup against Utah, we lose – we lose a two-point conversion late in the game. We lose Jordan Addison in the game. A couple other players in the game didn't finish the game for us. What is it that we need to do in this particular game in the championship, Pac-12 championship, to come out ahead? Well, first, uh, let's not give up, you know, close to 200 yards or whatever it was to the tight end. Um, I think we let the quarterback get going and we let them uh, get going. And once momentum starts rolling at home, uh, Utah, they let have a really good coach. Um, and, it, and it's hard to beat. So I think on neutral ground with having having seen them again and understanding that points are a premium and, and I think timely penalties also hurt us in that first game. So we cleaned that up, and I think the uh, Trojans are Pac-12 champs. So when you look at the defensive side of the ball, Mike, what do you see that we can get better at? Because I feel like, you know, when you when you look at the strength of our team, it's clearly on the offensive side, and the defense keeps me holding my breath at every possession. Key, last year we were losing close games at the end. And, you know, now we're winning close games at the end. So I, I don't really like to live in the world of, of Ben, but don't break. But, um, you know, I think they've, they've just only gotten better. There's something to be said about having one of the top sack leaders. There's something to be said about the turnovers that they're able to create and when they're able to create them. So I just think it's, it's just one of those situations. The first year, we're just totally different from where we were a year ago. And one hand's going to wash the other. I think whatever defense uh, may not get done at times, you know, offense picks up the slack and vice versa. Sometimes offense uh, sputters a little bit and then defense will get a, a timely turnover. So, um, you know, I think as long as they're playing all three phases of the game, um, you know, they'll, they'll be able to take care of business. Mike Williams, former NFL and USC wide receiver with us on Keyshawn J. Willemax ESPN Radio Now. Mike, I was doing an afternoon drive in L.A. for six years with Marcellus Wiley on 710 ESPN L.A and paying close attention to the Trojans. And this was at a a point when, you know, they lost all the scholarships and da-da-da, and you're you're trying to get something done, still competing, but no longer the powerhouse of college football. And now it's been a while, and here you are. Can you just take me through what what the Valley was like and now what this feels like as a former Trojan? I think it, it just brought a different appreciation. And I think back to my time, early 2000s, when I was at USC and, and Key and Willie Mack and Marcus Allen and some of these really great Trojans would come around. And you're young, so you don't really understand the, the pride and, and everything they have in their eyes when they're around the team. So now that I'm a little older, 
And, you know, we have had those valleys where we haven't been successful. And, you know, teams you're used to running out the stadium are actually doing that to your group. Um, so it, it, you do get a little slice of humble pie, and, and it makes you appreciate when you turn around from 4-8 and eight to 11-1. Uh, and one. You've been around two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks in Carson Palmer along with Matt Leinart. Now Caleb Williams has the opportunity to be the third guy underneath the center at USC to win the Heisman Trophy. What do you see in his game that you like, Mike? The intangibles. Um, you know, as a coach, I, I look for the things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet. And the thing I like about him is he seems to really galvanize the group and be around the group and motivate. You know, you see him on the sideline when defense is on the field for big thirds downs. The hair is popping all over the place. He's up and down and, and uh, you know, bringing that juice. And I just think the team follows that. Uh, obviously, he's a talented guy. He was a talented guy at Oklahoma, so we, we know what we're going to get in that regard. But just having a guy come to, to L.A. and understanding what that city is and understand what that city can do and has done to other uh, good players and good young talent uh, for him to come in in the first year and just lead the way he's led and, you know, hasn't, hasn't did anything the wrong way or rubbed anyone the wrong way. Just really proud of who he's been so far. Mike, I want to slip a little NFL in here right now. You ready? Yeah, just a little bit. I, I didn't little, do well at that up there. Little, little NFL. Who's the best team in football right now? I'm going to go with Buffalo. Oh. But- I'm going to go with Buffalo. Uh, I, I, think, I think they've taken a, a little step back. The injuries have kind of caught up to them midway through the, through the season. But when you think about them in their totality, um, you know, Josh Allen started out really well and Stephon Diggs now, I think they're going to continue that. Um, I just think how they've lost, you know, nobody's really, to me, whooped them. Um, you know, they've, they've been in every game. They've had a chance to win every game. And uh, I just think they've shown, you know, down the stretch of December that they're going to play good ball. So, um, you know, Buffalo's probably right there for me right now. That's a Man, really good t- point, you just, Keith. You just ticked off one of our uh, producers, Mike. He just got in my ear and said, these USC wide yeah, receivers. USC these guys wide receivers, man. They don't know what they're talking about when it comes to the NFL. He's hey, a, if, I was a, going from the heart, if I was coming from the heart, I would have said go Steelers. But, nah, know, he's we, a Kansas uh, City. Uh, yeah, he should a be a Steelers City fan. Chief. He's, he's from a there. Chiefs fan, Mike. But, see, I, I, I like Buffalo, but I think the Dallas Cowboys, to me, right now, are the best team in the NFL. I like Dak Prescott. I like the way he's spitting the ball out. You know, CeeDee Lamb is trying to come into his own. They got Michael Gallup. We know what Pollard is. We know what Ezekiel Elliott is when they start running the football and they need those hard, tough yards and those first downs, who to get a football to. The offensive line is protecting nice and solid and sound. Then when you flip to the defensive side of the ball for them, Michael Parsons, you can line him up anywhere to go get the quarterback. You know, they got Demarcus Lawrence over there. You know, every now and then they insert Anthony Barr into the lineup. And then the back end is Stephon Diggs. And there's Curse and company. I just – I think Dallas – is the best team right now. Now, clearly, we need to see them play Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. That'll give on, on on Christmas Eve. That'll give us a little more of an indication. But Kansas City's right there. Miami's right there. But I think for my money, I'm gonna go with Dallas for now. I mean, with Dallas, you can you can you, you made some really good points. You could definitely hang your hat on a really good defensive group. Uh, it's easy for me to talk bad about Dallas. I'm not a fan, but um, I think they always just have that game where they just don't look like themselves. And you just don't know when that week is going to show up. Maybe it's going to show up in the first round of the playoffs. Maybe it's going to show up in the second round. But I just haven't seen the consistency um, 
in its totality for uh, for me to really hang my hat on them, definitely when it comes to December and January. Or you can are just you, look smart and the take the team tonight? with Patrick Mahomes, everybody. But go ahead. Say, say no, it again. Say, you, I was asking, Mike, you going to the game tonight? No, no, no. I'm, at, I'm, I'm back home in Tampa. Um, oh, okay. You know, we, we, you know, we're big. We're big in the recruiting window on this high school level. So I got a lot of big time guys over at Wharton High School. We got to get in schools. So okay, I'm gonna be rooting from a distance. Uh, I, I think the Trojans gonna take care of business. We got a lot of alums gonna be there, um, showing support, and uh, we're just really looking forward to bring on that Pac-12 championship and then getting to this uh, college football playoffs where I really feel good about Coach Riley because he's. He's uh he's he's cut his teeth against some good SEC competition and in, in, in Big Ten. So all we got to do is get to the show. Damn. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot for joining us. I appreciate y'all for having me. Fight on, Mike Williams, ladies and gentlemen, former NFL and USC wideout. Key, I thought that was a very that's the best argument I heard for Buffalo so far. Like you take all the preseason hype because of the way they were playing at the end of the season, the close loss to Kansas City in the playoffs. They haven't taken a whooping yet, right? Like, they won a bunch of games, and when they've lost, it's been, but they were missing. Ah, it was yeah. close. It was. Yeah. It's a good argument, actually, for Buffalo. Just think if you'd have gone to USC, Max. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have been a walk-on key, and it would have been. Did you guys I didn't say play football? I just said go to school. <laughs> I didn't say anything about Did playing guys, football. I'd have been a walk-on. I'd have walked on and walked right up. Did you guys hear that uh, USC is playing tonight? Has anyone noticed that? I heard there's a game. We're going to talk about it next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Paul Feinbaum joins us. Paul, two weeks ago, you really made fun of Keyshawn uh, for USC not going to be able to be there. And um, I just want to say for the record, it's looking like they're going to be there. Anything you want to say to Key? Yeah, not only uh, do I think they're going to be there, they deserve to be in there. uh, Keyshawn, we should have listened to you a long, long time ago. Fight on, Paul, baby! 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. That's the Trojan <laughs> fight song. Pac-12 championship tonight on ESPN Radio, 7 p.m. Eastern. And Lendell White, former NFL and USC running back, is with us now. Co-host of Believe in USC. Good morning, Lindell. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's happening, Lindell? Early top of the morning, as we like to say. What's up, big bro? How you been? Good, man. I'm I'm good. I'm 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 a front runner. I'm back in the fold. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Key. Me and you both, man. It's been a long time coming. It feels good, though. I tell you that. No, it, it is good. I went to Utah earlier in the year and watched them lose that football game. In fact, I didn't even go in the game. I watched from a sports bar just because I wanted to see all the other games. But I knew, you know, I knew we had an opportunity and a chance up there. We lose Jordan Addison in that football game. But we allowed we allowed the tight end to dominate us on 16 catches and 207 yards and a touchdown. I can't allow that to happen again. What do What is it that SC needs to do tonight in Las Vegas to come out of there with a W? Um, I think first and foremost, we uh, we just we got to get a couple stops on defense. Like you said last time, when we went up there, I mean, the tight end basically got drafted playing against us. So um, I think Grinch has to do a great job of, you know, trying to keep him in check. Um, I think if, uh, you know, Eric Gentry coming back last week is going to give us a big boost of morale um, and our morale. Um, but I really just believe that if we get a couple stops, Caleb Williams is on a mission. Uh, and, um, you know, if he gets the ball back to our offense, We'll score enough points to, you know, get over or get a victory in this game this week for sure. You 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 was at SC, you played under Pete Carroll, you saw the the, the rise of the program and, and the dominance that you and Reggie Bush and Matt Lyon and Carson Palmer and Kerry Colbert and a host of uh, Brian Cushing. I mean, I can go on and on and on about the dominant players that came through that program. But then over the last several years the program has been down and then last year it hit an all-time low to the point where USC decided to get rid of Clay Helton two games into the season and then at the end of the year we get rid of uh, um, the interim head coach and say okay we're gonna go out and we're gonna make a splash and then we come up with Lincoln Riley to turn the football program completely around how surprised are you though that the program is back to where it is so fast right now um, I'm I'm somewhat surprised, but honestly, Key, if you if you listen to the the Believe in USC podcast from earlier this year, I was talking about like just parallels, and you know how if it, a snowball gets rolling downhill. When you got Lincoln Riley, a great coach, kids want to go play for him. Um, unfortunately, Clay Clay was a good guy; he just wasn't the right guy for our program. So you bring Lincoln Riley in, a guy that you know has two number one draft picks overall under his belt. Kids see that, so they want to come play for him. Once I've seen all these transfers come in, you know, Jordan, uh, uh, T-Dye, Caleb, you know, uh, Mario Williams, when you start looking at all these dudes coming in and see what kind of players they were and with Lincoln Riley, I just knew we were going to be good. I didn't feel we were going to go to the college football playoff this early, but, I mean, when you consider the players that we got on that team, it, it only makes sense, honestly. Lindell White, former NFL USC running back co-host of Believe, in USC, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You mentioned the transfers. You mentioned Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, which to me is is probably the best wide receiver at USC since I left the program. Yeah, I said it since I left the program. He's probably the best wide receiver in my eyes to come out of will be coming out of USC. Caleb Williams, along with others, have changed this program, and you play with two quarterbacks that won Heisman trophies in. Carson Palmer and then Maddie Leinert. 
where does Caleb Williams stack up with them? Because he's going to probably win the Heisman this year. Um, when you look at his stats and what he's been able to do this year, his I mean, his play literally stacks up with all those guys. Um, I, you know, I play with uh, Reggie, Matt, you know, Carson, they all got Heisman. So, I mean, just looking at what he's able to do, seeing what he did against UCLA, the most yards ever, coming back against Notre Dame, kind of stamping and sealing his deal. Like, uh, he 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 adds up with all those guys, man. He has the personality. I love his uh, when he he puts it on his nails. You know what I'm saying? The F Notre Dame, all that, man. I I love it. I'm I'm behind Caleb one million percent. He deserves a Heisman, especially the way he's been playing these last couple weeks. Who do you want to see in the CFP? Which which of the three teams do you want to see? Honestly, I want to see whoever. I would like to see Georgia too. Key, we gotta we're we moving to the Big Ten soon and you know, they talking about these matchups and what we got going. We might as well go, you know, see a Michigan or even a Georgia now just to see where we line up, to see what we can get, you know, some more action in this transfer portal because we are on our way, man, and the team these kids need to see it. So I don't mind. I wanna go against the best because you know, to be the best you gotta beat the best. Yeah. Hey, um since we we've talked a lot about uh this game for obvious reasons coming up tonight. SC, and we got a couple of Trojans here. Uh, but let, I want to shift to the NFL for a second here. Um, how yes, much sir. credit do you think, talking to Lendell White here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, how much credit do you think Derrick Henry deserves for how successful the Titans have been? Um, I mean, he deserves a lot of uh, credit for that. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a game changer, and he's a closer. You know, you got a guy that could do everything you want, He's super. I thought I was a really big running back, but after meeting Derrick Henry, I know that I'm just a little guy compared to him. Um, but I'm impressed with him, how fast he is, how quick, and I'm I'm really impressed with his longevity because you know, for him to be able to get these amount of carries and still be able to you know produce the way he is, I'm I'm really excited about that, and I'm happy he's a Titan for sure. You know, Lindell, you just mentioned, and I was going to ask you that your your body type very similar. I mean, he's obviously bigger than you, but your style. Closer, abusing, you know, uh, uh, six yards in a cloud of dust, but then I can take it to the house when I need to. How long yes, can your, your body sustain the punishment and the abuse? Because you're running high. You're not necessarily running low. You're not a little guy like Reggie Bush getting in between the tackles. You're getting hit a lot. How long could his body hold up in doing this? Honestly, Key, you know, I, I'm anxious to see. I see his – uh. I see his workout regimen in the off season. So if anybody's built for it, he is. I mean, the stuff that he's doing, how much he squats and power cleans, like he, he's one of those guys. He's kind of like a LeBron when it comes to a sense of the way he takes care of his body in the off season. So um, I know Tom Brady's playing forever, but he really doesn't get hit. So I, like you said, I'm really anxious to see how much longer he can keep it up because as physical as he is, you know, just in NFL years, they, they start after three or four years, they start looking at you like you're declining and he hasn't. So, I'm real anxious to see how long he can keep it up, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you'll be in Vegas tonight. Uh, Key, I actually got to – I'm going to Nashville right now. I have a, I have to do like a meet and greet out in, uh, in Nashville, so I, I ain't going to be able to make it. I'm really ticked off about that, though, too, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll hold it down for you. I, I'll hold it down. Yeah. I, have a, I have a couple shots of tequila for you. Don't worry. Lendell yeah, White. Sorry, bro. I appreciate that. We're talking to Trojans today. Key's geeked as soon as he hears the fight song. It's, it comes down yeah. to tonight. It's not an easy game, but you win and you're in. There it is. Thank I'll, you. Thank you, Lendell. Appreciate it.
Just imagine how fresh I appreciate you guys having fight on. All right, fight on, baby. Just imagine, Max, if this fight song was playing at Columbia every single day. Oh, they gone to some football games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were sorry. Actually, then Marcellus showed up. Key and Columbia had its best seasons. You know, they were well, losing yeah, every mean, game. We got we had a dude at Columbia who wound up going as, to the NFL. As we like to say, there's different levels to this. Oh yeah, you think? <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Uh, Pac-12 championship is tonight on ESPN Radio, 7 p.m. Eastern. Key, I asked Len Dellis. Let me ask you this real quick before we take a break. So, as I said, when I got to L.A., all the scholarships were gone. I thought they did a great job, actually. You know, Lane Kiffin, they were winning a bunch of games, going to bowl games and stuff. Like, with no scholarships, it was crazy. But it wasn't like it was with Pete Carroll when SC was the power of college football, right? Dynastic power. What's it been like for you? Like, what does it feel like now? You like that walk in the valley, and then you hire Lincoln Riley, and you blink, and you win tonight, and you go into the playoff. Well, you get to stick your chest out. You finally get to, you know, I, I had on my USC sweatshirt the other day at, at, at uh, in Bristol. It, on campus, and I ran into Swagoo, and Swagoo went to LSU, and he won a championship recently, and he was like, oh, I ain't seen you wear a USC sweatshirt in, 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 in years. I said, well, guess what? You're going to start seeing a lot of USC gear because <laughs> when you back and you know you back, you back. I mean, you go into the portal. Who doesn't want to play in Southern California? Like, who doesn't want to live in Southern California and play college football? USC's program is the closest thing in terms of environment to some of those SEC schools, the Tennessees, the Alabamas, the Auburns, the LSUs. It's the closest thing. We sell out, we tailgate, and we have a damn good football team, man. That's how it was with Pete. It's the one program where everyone's like, well, once the money's on the table, you got to go into the draft, right? SC is the one place where the star quarterback sometimes is like, no, know what, I'm going to stay one more year. Check this out, though. (laughs) We talk about going into the Big Ten conference. We're going to take a lot of those players from that conference that want to come to Southern California in the month of October and November and play day games and not freeze themselves trying to play over there. Yeah, I mean, we, right. we got it made. We yeah, got this it made ain't, in this the ain't Oregon with the new uniforms. Oh, Phil Knight, new uniform. No, no, this is a little different. It's a yeah, little different. It's like kind of uniforms. We're tradition, baby. It, it, but, but, but you have some systemic advantages, right? Some structural advantages being SC. All right, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. The ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge continues. We went 3-0 and last week. We'll yes. pick them next. <laughs> I think I was on vacation. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is it coincidence that um, I was off the day after Thanksgiving and we hit our parlay? Is that a coincidence? Well, I suppose we're about to get a little more evidence to find out. Keyshawn, yeah. J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. All right, well, do you do you want full transparency oh, on what sure. happened with the Pick'em oh, Challenge last oh, week? Because because uh, we forgot about it because we were doing the Thanksgiving games and yep. then everybody left, so the staff picked and we went three and zero. Yeah, staff, staff went three and zero. Staff is on a uh, y'all on, on a, a row for Thanksgiving. Snow day. We won the draft. Snow day. We won the draft. When it's like, your day, it's your day. Clearly won the draft. I don't Ridiculous, you guys. Max finished second in the first of all. I had you guys didn't understand. I had the winning strategy in that draft. We have no. It doesn't seem like it since we won. One more lot. You have the. Uh, the agreement that you can have different Dude, kinds Adam. of turkey and fried turkey got taken. There's no point uh, in taking turkey up high. It's going to be there later, a like a running back. Anyway, and yet well, somehow and you didn't win. The I poll. did. No, no, the so, staff doesn't cast stop uh, it. You guys drafted first, and number one, turkey a day of my life. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't even come to your guys' Thanksgiving. It was whack. Yates is sitting there like, what are these guys doing? Come on, Yates, tell the truth. Tell the truth. That was not a Thanksgiving where the music's playing, styrofoam plates, nothing. <laughs> you're you're walking into that. The China set. Yeah. The music was playing, and maybe it's just a little heavy metal instead, you know? Oh, is that right? Number Do you have heavy one. metal Thanksgiving? Yeah, why not? Thirty-seven percent of the people agreed that the staff made excellent choices. Overwhelming. I told overwhelming I told James, winners. I told James when he go home to cook tonight, he need to put in some Jodeci. He told me, nah, that's not for him. We're just you know, we're just different, Keyshawn. Yeah, he said he's just different. He can't listen. He can't listen to that. Two I'm Americans. Like, man, that's come on, man. I, I didn't on, say man. that I heavy metal when you're cooking. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, cook. why not? Like, I never noticed that every it yeah. slow, every successful Spicy. singer is basically to me in R and B is basically like, does he sound like Stevie Wonder? If he does, check. Right, like it sounds like that sounds enough like Stevie. Check. Listen to some Jodeci. Feel good. All right, listen. We're gonna do our parlays right now, right? So this is, the, this is the pick 'em challenge. The pick 'em challenge, rather. I didn't pick 'em. So that's what I said. Open your ears. All right, listen. Jay is not here right now, so key, it's just you and me. So yeah. if we're on opposite sides, the staff is going to have to cast a that's deciding fine. vote. They're filling in for Jay. All right, good. So where are we starting here? Uh, Titans at Eagles. The Eagles are giving them five points. The Eagles are at home, so they're favored by five. Key, what do you think here? I'm taking the Eagles. I'm, I'm taking the, cover? the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, whatever, whatever it is, I'm taking the Eagles. The Eagles – the Eagles are good, man, and they're at home. This isn't in Indy. This is not on the road. I understand the Commanders went in there and they beat them. You know, Division Four, they go in there and they beat them. This is a different situation. I like the way they played last week. Jalen Hurts running the ball the way he did. The defense playing the way they did. I, I'm taking the Eagles. I got to say, Key, I think the Titans will at least cover. 
They slow down the game because they can possess the ball. They can control the clock. And I just saw the Eagles. You're right. They're not on. They're not. I just and also like I know it's a cop out. Man, I look at teams and I think, is that a is that a one loss team? Nah, man, they're going to get popped at least once before the end of the season, maybe twice. That popping going to come in Dallas, though. Maybe, although. Uh, that's a, uh, maybe maybe you're right. I, I look. I think the Titans cover, guys. You're going to have to be the tiebreaker here. We're we're uh, we're all in on the Eagles covering. Yeah, five. we are. Caw, Eagles. Caw, Eagles minus five. I'm shocked that Yates and Pat Woo! think the Eagles are going to cover both from Philly. I all had right. to be talked into Yates it, but I agree a, with her. Yates with is their, a Pat's uh, and Mac Jones fan. I don't like AJ Mc. I mean, I don't like Mac Jones. AJ like <laughs> so. <A>. McCarron. <laughs> same thing. AJ McCarron. I'm talking about the same Bama guys. AJ McJones. All right. Dolphins at Niners. Key, you've been waiting to see this. In fairness, you have not been saying the Dolphins can't do it. You've just essentially been saying you're skeptical that, you know, when a warm weather team travels to a place that's not as warm, I mean, San Francisco's not freezing, but it's not the same, you want to see them be portable, right? Well, the Niners, the odds makers agree with you. The Niners are favored by four points. What do you think? I'm, I'm taking the Niners. Hey, look, and I think that the – I think. Miami can go in there and win, and it's not freezing cold. This is not Buffalo. This is not New England. This is not Baltimore. This is not Cleveland. It's not one of those situations in the month of December where it gets cold like that. But coming off that water up in the bay, your hands still get frozen. I'm just being honest with you. Been there, lived up there, played up there. It is not a warm environment at all. So, Key, I th- we're, uh, do you think they're going to cover the four points, though? Yeah, I think they cover the four. I see I, I see the San Francisco winning, but I, I th- think it's a close game. I think it comes down to the end. So I, I'm going to say Dolphins get that. You know, if you're giving, give me four with the Dolphins. I got to take the four. All right, staff, we're deadlocked again. What do you got? Uh, we're, uh, we're all in on the 49ers covering the minus four. Okay. <laughs> so now Jimmy we're 2-0. and oh. Key, this is a good experiment because you always say just go with you and we're going to win. We're going to find out. All right, here it comes. Chiefs are Giving the Bengals two points at Cincinnati. The Chiefs are favored by two. Jamar Chase going to play? Does that change anything for you? Key, what do you think? I I don't see Cincinnati as a real home field advantage. I'm taking Kansas City, and I'll take the two. Well, uh, once again, we're on opposite sides. I think that, that, uh, again, the Chiefs, they've won a lot of games. Mahomes has been great. They're due to get popped. I thought it was going to be against Herbert. They got by Herbert, so now I'm you taking see James, James Joe Burrow. You, know. you already know what James is doing. Well, yeah, but what are Yates and Pat going to do here? Tiebreakers, go Chiefs! <laughs> yeah, I told you what they were going to do. Yeah, I you can't go against this that boy, coming. man. <laughs> Chiefs won me a lot of money so far this year. All right, so it's, so it's Chiefs. So, Key, this is the experiment now. You say, man, just go with me. I went against you. Every single time, but got overruled. So you got your pick on every single pick down the line, and, and we're going to see how you do. You're trying to blame me if it don't go right. But also <laughs> give you credit if it goes right. Oh, you can't say I don't give you your props when it goes right. Yeah, but you setting it up, though. Well, you, you're doing New York slick, you know, a hustler. A little bit. Listen, you're, yeah. pss, you're L.A. slick. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Um, standings after week 12 in the Pick'em Challenge. Freddie and Fitzsimmons are on top. They're 20-14-2. and two. What? And I think it's easier when it's the fewer people you have. Yeah, we need to see what's going on with their, with their criteria, how they get the vote. But if also, they're not splitting stuff, we got to change that up. Yeah, but see, it's also it's easier, man, when it's fewer cooks in the, sh- in the kitchen. Greeny, 
19-15-2, in both cases not three-man shows, right? But then we come in, 18-16-2. We're right on his heels. We're in third place ahead of Chris uh, 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 Canty and Carlin at 16-18-2, ahead of Barton Hahn at 15-19-2, and, and ahead of uh, Spain and Fitz at 14-20-2. We're in third place, Key. We have another one good week, man. We might yeah. be right there. Yes, that's correct. And I'm still working today, by the way, Max. I just realized that. They got me working again today, even though the show is over with here in a minute and I get to leave. But I got to go to Vegas at halftime and be on ESPN Radio from Las Vegas to the Utah-USC game at halftime. I'm about about to do this, Justin, and Max Unboxing today. So I'm right there with you. Although I get to do it all from I mean... I thought I was going to be able to enjoy the game. I got to yeah. wait the drink. No, I can't you go to halftime. <laughs> yeah, you want to Trojans. I got to win the one. Good you luck know. tonight, Key. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.